Find the comfort of soft cotton. Comfort that moves with you. The comfort of America's favorite, Fruit of the Loom. On the street, on the road. For cotton comfort on the move. The underwear is Fruit of the Loom. by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on the wise field. A study on everybody welcome to episode 260 260 episodes of our jacob new america podcast i'm your host and the place to be mr jacob p uh the sitting right across from me is not the brown recluse mr archero it is baby grogu or baby yoda for those who don't know uh but sitting digitally digitally to my left maybe digitally to your right uh, depending on how youtube uh, throws it out to you to the millions but sitting Digitally to my left is the Brown Recluse, Mr. Art Show. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions. What's up, everybody? Hope you guys are doing well. I feel like we just did this yesterday, but <laughs> we're doing it again. Uh, Fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do it live, guys. Uh, we're, if you're listening to this, you probably have no idea, because I'm assuming this won't come out for another week or so. But if you're listening to this, you're like, I have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, I assume that the world has already ended, you know, a week from now, you know, we've Elon Musk is the president of the United States now. Um, but guys, while you're listening to president Elon Musk, uh, talk on his podcast, uh, guys go to kmancoffee.com, check out their entire inventory. They got the coffee beans. They have the, they have the hibiscus tea. They got the cacao butter. They got hats. They got sweatpants. They got shirts. Uh, take a picture of yourself drinking their coffee, wearing their sweatpants, wearing the hats. Use promo code America at checkout to receive 15% off. Um, like I said, take a picture of yourself. Tag us. Tag them. It shows that you care. It shows that you listen. It shows them that you care enough to drink their coffee. Yes. Even so- if you're not drinking their coffee, just tag us anyways. <laughs> Free promotion, motherfuckers. Uh, so with that said, everybody, make sure you head on over to SucreApparel.com, our other sponsor. Uh, check out all the great merchandise. Nicole Smith-Bosch, the great and powerful one, has designed with her own two blood diamond digging hands. So check all that stuff out. Buy everything that you want. Throw, you know, uh, 
a couple th- extra things in your cart. I believe the next holiday we got coming up is Cinco de Mayo or no Mother's Day. Uh, she Mother's has a lot. Day. She has a lot of good Mother's Day stuff in there. So throw some stuff in there that I know your mama would love. Your mama and your boo boo too. Uh, is so, is she a mom? I don't know. I th- I I thought she was. But if she is, guys, Jesus, I know you're going to be buying her some flowers or something. Send it over FedEx to the great and powerful over in South Africa. But guys, buy yourself a, your, your mom and somebody special, your baby's mama, your other baby's mama, the other baby's mama, and the secret baby's mama, the Sancha, if you will, a Mother's Day gift from Super Apparel. And when you do that, guys, enter promo code Art and Jacob, and the great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch will give you 10% off your entire purchase. But Art, we're not here to talk about hibiscus teas or secret baby mamas. Art, what are we here to talk about today? Guys, uh, you guys asked for it. One of our most popular episodes of all time. We're, we're doing a sequel to it by popular demand, dude. Yeah, Every other day I get an email or a Snapchat direct message or whatever, or, or whatever that popular site, Instagram. Uh, direct message from Alejandro saying, "When are you guys gonna do more Mandela effects?" And uh, we're finally doing it. Finally. <laughs> so <laughs> we're we're just doing it. We're 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 giving the people what they want. They want are, Mandela effect. We are the people's podcast. Yeah, we're definitely the people's podcast. Yeah, put a red star in the bottom from now on. Let you know. Yeah, dude. We're we're the People's um, Republic of Podcasts. <laughs> there you go. The second most popular podcast in Bakersfield. Uh, so uh Mandela Effect Part Two Art. Uh, do you want to give us a little refresher rec- refresher course on what the Mandela Effect is? I know we covered the Mandela Effect, I believe it was like episode 60 or 70, something or whatnot. But for those uh who are just jumping on the second most popular podcast in Bakersfield train, uh, what is the Mandela Effect? So the Mandela effect, depending on who you ask, most of the time it would be defined as a large group of people remembering something a certain way and only to find out that they were, I guess, misremembering. Uh, People have different theories of why so many people are misremembering uh, all these events. Um, I think we should probably rattle off a few of the more popular ones uh, just to, you know, in case you haven't heard or you have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, an example of the Mandela effect was where the name Mandela effect comes from. Uh, a lot of people believe that Nelson Mandela had died in prison, I think in like the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, and they thought he had already died. Fast forward to, I think like 2007, when he actually died, people were like, wait, what? I thought he was already dead. I thought he died in prison in like the eighties. Yeah. Uh, so there were a bunch of people that were like, what? Looking up articles, like, did he die? I thought he was already dead. Um, and just that's really where that started to kick off people asking like wait what are you talking about and that's where it gets the name Mandela effect uh, but there's a few other ones like really popular ones ones that we've covered in the first episode the Bernstein Bears Bernstein Bears one that's a big one where like people remember that the uh, popular children's book the Bernstein Bears uh, but it's actually the Bernstein Bears Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. And people were always like, what? I remember them being the Bernstein Bears and like, you know, looking at the paper, like looking at the books and going like, what the heck? It is TV ads and VHS spots and stuff like that. You also have like, you know, the Monopoly Man, you know, did he have a monocle or did he not have a monocle? 
Uh, you have Fruit Loops, like the weird spelling on that. Did Curious George have a tail? And then you got like, you know, you know, Jif or Jiffy peanut butter. Um, help me out. I mean, that's kind of yeah, like fruit, of, fruit of balloon. Oh, yeah. Fruit of loom. That one, that one did trip me out because apparently there never was a cornucopia behind like the logo. Yeah. Um, but in my memory, like in all of my fruit looms that I bought, you know, mm-hmm. uh, before Michael Jordan got signed to Haynes and I switched over to Haynes, uh, it always had a cornucopia. And even like when you see like the articles that show the cornucopia, that was like, oh, this wasn't real. I'm like, no, that's the exact cornucopia that I saw. Um, I'm Ed very McMahon. Ad- oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, Ed McMahon, you know, giving out, you know, the publisher clearinghouse checks. I guess he never did that. Even though I specifically remember after the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, he went to somebody's house and gave him a million dollars. But yeah, that's a quick refresh on a classic. Yeah, so episode. basically, people remember things a certain way, and it turns out it was not that way. And so people trip out about it. Um, I, I, in my opinion, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And I was going to say, like, why is that, though? Like some people believe that, you again, people are just misremembering. You know, there's a thing in psychology where it's just our brain, you know, it fills in gaps automatically. So you have all these crystal clear memories that aren't real just because your brain is like putting a bridge between these memories and whatnot. And so there's there's that lap. And then there's also fringe ideas where it's just like, well, here, check it out. Spider-Man really wanted everybody to forget who he was. So he went to Dr. Strange's house and down in the basement, they were doing some spells and, you know, Spider-Man was talking too much. And then Dr. Strange created a rip in the multiverse. And now all these weird fucking fruit of loom logos from other multiverses are over here, there and everywhere now. And uh, so you have fringe ideas like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, have you, Coachella just passed this last weekend, I think. Yes. Um, and um, one of the things that Jimmy Kimball always does whenever there's a whenever there's a Coachella is he sends out like a news reporter out there, like a fake news reporter, and he asks like all these hipsters, like, "So, what do you think about this band?" It's like a completely made up band. It'll be like, "What do you think of like Cheerios and ice cream?" And then be like, "Oh yeah, Cheerios and ice cream. Oh dude, they're they're pretty sick. I can't wait to see them." <laughs> just because. I think people always have like this fear of, of not having an opinion or not knowing, like, I don't know what you're talking about. So like, they just kind of, yeah, they just kind of, I don't know about FOMO, but like, just kind of like make it up. Um, just want to have an opinion. So like, I think a Mandela effect, like the, one of the more popular ones is like the, uh, star Wars, um, no, I am your father as opposed to like, Luke, I Luke, am I am your father. father, and people were going, "Oh, I remember him saying Luke, I am your father." When reality is, like, he's always said, "Like, no, I am your father." Yeah. Um, but because one on Earth is like a big Star Wars fan, and like that's just a phrase that's just been regurgitated and regurgitated and regurgitated by society. Like everyone just always assumes that that is the thing, like that's the thing that he said. Um, but it's not. Like that's the more quotable one. You, if you just saw a shirt that said, "No, I am your." No, I am your father. You probably be like, what are you referring to? What are you? What are you? That. That's like some Doctor Phil thing, or like, what's that Montel Jordan? <laughs> Not Montel Jordan. Uh, who's the Maury dude that Povich? I Maury Povich. Sorry, yeah. Who, is Montel, Montel Jordan? Jordan? Montel this Jordan. This is how we do it. That thing. Okay. There's a there's a dude that has there's a dude Montel named Montel Williams. Montel yeah. Williams. Yeah. Oh, sorry, dude. I'm a fucking racist. MS or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm a goddamn racist. All right. Um, <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> but. Uh, 
yeah, I, I think there's always just that fear. So people just kind of go like, oh, yeah, I remember like the Monopoly man having a monocle. And it's like, but it seems no. logical, though, right? Like it would it would fit his get up. And it's like one of those psychology things, like I was saying, it was just like it's that bridge uh, between memories where it's just like, oh, I can see him having a monocle and whatnot. And then once we get into like the new uh, Mandela effects uh, that we're going to talk about or whatever, it's like one of those things. It's just like it's such a subtle thing that you can miss that you, I can see how your brain would make that up or whatever. But there also is huge ones as well that, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about. That it was like, wait a minute, like the Fruit of Loom one. That that one still pisses me off because I'm like, no, there was a motherfucking cornucopia and vanity. God damn it. That one is trippy. I'll give you that. That one is pretty fucking trippy. And even the fact that some like an artist can come in and like superimpose like post fact or whatever, like the exact cornucopia that I remember as a motherfucking child like that that to me like that's that's trippy like i, I agree with you that there's some doctor strange magic going on on there that is trippy and um i guess fritter balloon just released like a an april fool's thing saying we're changing our logo and they released that one with the cornucopia on it <laughs> and i'm like because how can everyone remember it like the look the thing facing this way like everybody yeah. remembers it the exact same way Unless they're that like, way. unless like every town like has like a fucking Mercado Latino, like some janky ass swap meet or whatever, and like that was like their knockoff brand or whatever, like of a fruit of the loom, and like it that it had a fucking cornucopia or whatever, like straight out of Guadalajara, uh, like that fruit of loom. Maybe, maybe that's what man. It, like I have Tommy no Sports. idea. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's Tommy Hilfiger, but then there's Tommy Sport, which has nothing to do with Tommy Tommy Hilfiger, but it's almost the same logo and shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. That one, I agree with you. That one does trip me out, man. Yeah. Um, but one thing, one that I just want to kick it off with, and it, it wasn't on on that list that we talked about earlier, but um, this is one that I've had in my mind for a while. And I know as people that lived pretty much in Bakersfield, like most of our lives here, um, we know that if you're going to go to Los Angeles, you got to go over the grapevine and go through the mountains to get there. Correct. But apparently there was a big Mandela effect that people were like, I don't remember there being mountains around Los Angeles. Oh, and everybody God. was like, I guess there was like this picture where like the sky is clear and there's like, you can see the big mountains around Los Angeles. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is one, you guys probably don't live in Los Angeles. That's why you don't remember the mountains or like don't live in Bakersfield. And two, Los Angeles has like the most smog that you can barely see a building, like, <laughs> like literally like two miles away. Like you can barely see a building. So like there's times I'm in Hollywood and we're like, people are in Hollywood and you can barely see the Hollywood sign. Like yeah. that's the reality. Like, and, and that's one that's, too. It's like LA doesn't have mountains and literally like there's the Hollywood Hills. That's where the Hollywood sign is, is in the fucking mountains. And it's just like, how do you not know there's fucking mountains or whatever? Like, even like when you see pictures of like the Santa Monica fucking pier or whatever, you can see the fucking mount smoggy day or not. You can see fucking a mountain range in the background. So it's just like to me, like that's just like those like people from Nebraska that think that like <clears throat> the L.A. is just fucking like the postcards that they see of fucking the, you know, the Venice boardwalk or whatever. Like it's just all oceans and surfing and shit. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, that that Mandela effect was definitely started by someone who doesn't live in California or doesn't live in LA. But yeah, I just wanted to get that one out of the way because I was like, that one is get out kinda, of here. That one is poo poo or whatever. But uh, mm -hmm. do you want to jump into the list? Um, yeah, let's jump. In. Let's do you have one in particular because I have one in particular that that I liked on that video I sent you. 
go ahead hit it me so the one that like definitely struck a chord with me was the one that uh, he talks about the britney spears video that hit me baby one more time and that she's not wearing a plaid skirt and like and i i see this is this is the perfect example of that like you think of like schoolgirl outfits you're probably thinking plaid skirt yeah but i i stand by it. i watched that video and i was like that is exactly how my prepubescent um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pre- man to Two man <laughs> boy becoming a man boys to men era of my my body changing uh remembers that video and i saw in that, that video in a matter of two minutes and 32 seconds right you became i, I <laughs> saw that video plenty of times in the uh, bathroom a, of your mom's house yes yeah i remember and it's perfect uh, the way i remember it exactly how i remember it mm-hmm. so i don't know about you i don't know how you feel about that one but anyways the mandela effect is that wasn't she wearing a plaid skirt in that video? If you look back at the video, she's wearing like a solid dark blue skirt or black. I think. Yeah, it looks borderline black. It looked it looked dark blue to me, but whatever. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, that's like you said. Like when you see one of those, it's like a coin toss with me, where it's just like, yeah, you think of that. Like when you think schoolgirl schoolgirl outfit, you think of the plaid. Like you think of all that or whatever. But like when I really think back to like Carson Daly and TRL and whatnot. And like, I don't know if you remember TRL, but like there would always be like fans outside of uh, the MTV studios and whatnot that they would show, you know, before TRL and during TRL or whatever, like having a meltdown, like every time Carson Daly, like, you know, and here's the number three video of the day, Britney Spears, baby, hit me one more time. And like, it would show like all these like, you know, fat girls like cosplaying as Britney Spears and shit. And it would be, you know, the black thigh high fucking socks with a black skirt and the white, like, you know, uh, you know shirt you know trying to show some titty or whatever right and so that that's why i remember it as black but i can easily see why people would think it was plaid just because like that is the stereotype of a schoolgirl outfit yeah i agree i think that that one i'm glad that one came back i had to do some research on that one so i was like let me rewatch the video a few times or see if i remember it correctly <laughs> a few but but uh, it, it's it's exactly how i remember it yeah yeah, there's I, to me like there was no multiverse shenanigans with that one. Um, one that kind of stood out to me uh, was uh, the Rock. Oh uh, yeah, this this must hit close to heart, close to home for you. Yeah, because I mean, everybody, anybody that knows me knows that you know I have three loves in my life: uh, Brad Pitt, an interview with the vampire, Tom Hardy and the Warrior, and just Dwayne Johnson in general. You know, I, I thought you were going to say your girlfriend, your child, and the rock, <laughs> but they didn't even make the list. God no. damn. They're like in the top <laughs> 10 somewhere. You know, they trick trickle down effects, Reagan on yeah. whatever they they trickle down or whatever. But anyways, uh, Man Crush Monday, the rock. Um, the, the one that they said is that, you know, everybody remembers, you know, the rock's famous tagline, uh, which is, can you smell what the rock is cooking or whatever? And like the, you know, the video, the video that, you know, Art and I are, um, referencing i'll put a link to it in the show notes and whatnot uh but he does like this whole like mental gymnastics of like no he never ever says can you smell what the rock is cooking it's always if you smell or do you smell what the rock is cooking and i'm like okay yeah and i can see this it's kind of like with the britney spears thing like i can see like if you're a person that didn't grow up watching wrestling and or don't, you know, like your first introduction to The Rock was, you know, in one of the Fast and Furious movies or whatever, or one of the, you know, millions of movies that he's put out in like the last like five years and whatnot, right? And you're kind of like working your way back. 
you know, to his catalog or whatever. Right. But growing up, like knowing the rock or whatever, like when he first came out as flex cabana and whatnot, Rocky Maivia, and has he evolved into this character of the rock? He actually says all three. Now the, the thing that this guy was referencing was his theme song. Now the rock has had pretty much like the same theme song when he became the rock but it's always like altered like just a little bit to, you know, just to up as the evolution of the character, the rock evolves or whatever. Right. Uh, and I think the first original iteration is, do you smell what the rock is cooking? And then it evolves into like, if you smell what the rock is cooking. And he does also say, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Now it's not in his theme song. But it is like, you know, when he's doing backstage promo work, like he'll be like, hey, Lillian Garcia, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Or, you know, like there's different ways like he'll approach it. So there's not one set of ways that the rock, the character of the rock says it. But for the most part, it's if you smell what the rock is cooking or do you smell what the rock is cooking? But he does actually say, can you smell what the rock is cooking as well? Huh. Interesting. I thought that one was going to be a little more like the... um the uh that star wars one right mm-hmm. where it's like someone says if you smell what the rock is cooking like it's kind of like it feels it feels out of place uh-huh. but can you smell what the rock is cooking is like oh yeah that's a slogan like that feels in place same thing with like luke i am your father as opposed to no i am your father like no i am your father you can't put that on a shirt mm-hmm. like no one's gonna wear a no i am your father shirt but yeah, luke always- i am your father that not only makes reference to Star Wars, but the Luke and mm-hmm. the fact that Darth Vader says of those words in a certain order kind of thing. But and I think I, the, I think the reason why the Luke I am your father kind of caught on or whatever, because I think like like 80s parody culture or whatever, like you couldn't really say that without George Lucas like coming after your ass. Like back in the 80s like before like cable was like you know everybody had cable like you had like four channels or whatever right and if johnny carson was up there you know like parodying you know star wars and he says no i am your father george luke like it's not going to be very it's going to be not that hard to track out who who who's using that without getting our permission or our <laughs> licensing our copyright or whatever like george lucas is going to have johnny carson's ass right yeah. but if you change it up a little bit and say luke I am your father or whatever. George Lucas can't get a dime off you or whatever, right? Like that's going to be in court for, you know, all the live long day. So I think that's why that Luke, I am your father caught on just because it was just like, oh, okay, it's parody law. Like you can't come after us because that's not really what Darth, Darth Maul said. And as culture evolved and, you know, Star Wars gets bigger and bigger and bigger until finally it's sold for like $75 billion or whatever, right? Like that version just caught on better because it is a sexier way to say basically the same line. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, what's another one that was on that same list? There was the the one with the scream. Oh yeah, the painting. Yes, you want to go in that the one? Painting. So that's that's one of the more popular ones. I'm sure Jacob will post a picture of the painting. Scream, right? It's like a dude with his hands, uh, like like Home Alone style. Yeah. <laughs> along <laughs> on his cheeks, and he's screaming, and the basically the the entire environment around him looks like it's it's being warped by that. And he looks kind of weird. Like, if you really think about it, like, the people in the background look like normal, like, fucking, like, men in black looking dudes. And that dude looks kind of like an alien. He does, like, yeah. Like, it's like an alien screaming. Um, 
but the big thing that he points out in that in that painting is that the uh the, the little guy screaming he's got like a gold bracelet on his hand and when i first saw that i was like oh yeah i never noticed that before mm-hmm. but then i thought like this is exactly that that coachella thing like this is me being like trying to pretend that i'm some like fucking art expert here <laughs> saying like oh yeah like i know this painting well like i know the painting well the way i like i know the mona lisa and like starry night and things like that yeah but i've never really sat down and, like sat there and like analyzed it like i know when i see them but i don't mm. know like i've never sat down and analyzed it like some art expert so for people to be like oh i'm some fucking art expert i've never noticed that gold bracelet before i mean like yeah but you're probably like very casual like you're probably a casual fan that kind of just knows the painting and thinks it's kind of cool looking. Yeah, no, I, I felt the same exact way. Cause even like, apparently like with like the dollar bill, like there's like hidden things in there as well. Like, I guess there's an owl and then there's like a spider yeah. and shit in there and whatnot, which is like super cool. Like I'm glad our money has hidden shit in it. Like that's fucking badass or whatever. Right. Fucking take that Canada. But, um, to me, yeah. It, like, like that's what art should be. Like there's even album covers where it's just like, oh shit i didn't know that was in there or whatever like you know like black sabbath's first album or whatever like you have like that church with like i guess it's an old woman but you know some people think it's ozzy i guess there's like hidden shit in there like all sorts of like like every mastodon album or whatever like there's like like there's like new shit that i always see in there like any tool fucking album art or whatever like is always gonna have like some cool shit like somewhere like within like the sleeve or whatever so like you're not even if you're a fan of it and like you know you're pouring over all of it like sometimes there's like shit that keeps popping up that you never notice even like sergeant pepper like i we've all seen like the sergeant pepper fucking album cover a million times but like unless like you you know somebody points out something to you like oh you know alistair crowley's in there or oh did you know that there was like a like a fucking uh a grave site in there or there was a doll there or whatever you can be like no like not not until you pointed out did i notice that or whatever so it's just like to me i think that's what it is and like even the guy in the youtube video kind of pointed out too like i guess the artist who actually painted the painting he painted five different copies of that painting and some of those versions actually don't have a fucking bracelet on it and to me i thought the the actual mandela effect there was not going to be the bracelet I thought the actual Mandela effect was I and I can't even remember who the fucking artist was who painted it. I actually thought the Mandela effect was that painting was painted by Picasso. Like I didn't know like it was like some like Russian fucking painter or whatever. Like I thought that was a Picasso painting. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty cool painting, I got to admit. Like yeah, the yeah. more I think about it, the more I'm like that's a pretty creepy painting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I kind of dig it. You got another one on that list? All right, so I guess the next one I'll just keep going down uh, is the Avril Lavigne Got Milk advertisement. Dude, that one was so weird. <laughs> like, I okay, first of all, like the Got Milk advertising, like I remember some of them. The one, the only one that I remember for sure, like one hundred percent, that happened is the Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire ones. Oh yeah, I like that. I remember that one, like for sure. Like if you told me that didn't. Exist, be like oh fuck no like i'm gonna that that's me putting the gun in my mouth like <laughs> like that hey man nice shot yeah like that one for sure happened like there's no way like if you would have told me that one didn't happen i tripped but avril lavigne like okay by the time she became popular 
that that campaign was already like on the outs. Like it was starting to go away. It wasn't as popular as it was in the mid to late nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't know it started as only a California campaign. I yeah, guess that tripped the- me out too. Like, cause I guess like that was like a big thing, like uh, California cheese, you know, the California like dairy industry, I guess like they were really hitting that hard or whatever, like buy Californian, like don't buy that fucking cheap, like processed Wisconsin shit, like fucking buy local or whatever. Right. And that, yeah, yeah that tripped me out too. Like I didn't know it was just a California thing. So we probably got, a lot of those earlier advertisements a lot sooner than a lot of other people across the country and across the world. Yeah. That's probably why I remember in the eighties. Um, but apparently like it picked up steam in the late nineties, early two thousands when like mm-hmm. Everla Bing was popping off, but I don't remember that one. It's not like I was a big Everla Bing fan. Um, so it's not like I remember. And especially at that time, like who's buying magazines? Well, yeah. like, I, I do you remember that one? I don't I don't remember that at all. That was okay. So that's like the Coachella example that you were talking about as well. Like where it's just like I didn't know it was that big of a Mandela effect where people were like, no, I remember a fucking Avril Lavigne got milk advertisement. And like I guess he was like pointing out, like, no, she was wearing like a white fluffy shirt. Uh she had a pink bra strap that was checkered, and uh she had a hickey on her neck. And she had grime under her nails. Like it was like getting like super specific. And I was like, I want to say like, yeah, if I saw like Avril Lavigne, like with a fucking milk mustache, like it would make sense because it seems like, you know, between like the mid nineties and like early two thousands, like every celebrity, Maury Povich, I think like had a fucking goddamn, you know, milk, milk mustache fucking campaign or whatever. But like, I I mean, it would have made sense if Avril Lavigne had one, but I'm not losing sleep over it like the fucking Fruit of the Loom logo and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, that I mean, one. I can see like how someone's out. agent was just like, hey, you know what, dude? Like, you probably like don't want to do this because like you're borderline underage and it's gonna look like very pornographic if you have like a fucking milk mustache on you. Yeah, I uh, I don't remember that one. In the same video, he posted a, a picture of a different girl like holding a guitar, um. And it's like, I don't know, like Kelly Clarkson or some shit like oh, that. Oh, okay, yeah. And like I, I'm I was thinking like maybe just people like like nobody remembers Kelly Clarkson anymore. Mm. At least I don't. I don't. But mm. like um or like that whoever that girl was holding a the guitar, they were probably like, Oh yeah, that's Avril Lavigne, girl with the guitar, done. And that's probably what they but like I don't know. I just I don't I don't fucking remember that one. Apparently yeah. though. I just looked it up. I don't think Sammy Sosa had a gut milk commercial. Shut up. No, because I saw that in my head right now, right when you just me too. It. Me too. It's actually tripping me out because I remember. So this is the Mark Wire one. I don't know if you could see it on my on my end right there, but there you go. Like Studley Mark McGuire. Yeah, I, I remember that right. one. And I remember he had one almost exactly like this, but he's wearing like a Cubs jersey. Yeah. So uh, but I must be completely mistaken. No, I'm looking this shit up right now. Hold on. Now this uh, is a Mandela effect. Apparently, he did have a fucking got milk one, but instead of just doing his upper lip, he did his whole goddamn face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's actually only like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 2019. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I I'm tripping out. I could have sworn Sammy Sosa had a got milk one. Yeah, they were back to back. That's how I remember it as well. They were back to back. They both had like their studly fucking arms like on their baseball bats and shit. And they both had jizz on their upper lip. 
They, they were both hot, high as a kite on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Juice to the gills. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is the Mandela effect that we should be covering. Apparently, yeah, because I fucking vividly saw that. Yeah. How come no one's talking about that? <laughs> wow. I can't find it anywhere. You can suck on that. I think we solved it. Yeah, we are in a parallel universe. Oh, damn, Doctor Strange. All right. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, next one we have is uh, Eminem's slogan. So uh, what do you think of the Eminem slogan? Uh, what do you think it is? Melts in, your, melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Yeah. So apparently that's not what the actual slogan is. And, you know, if you would have said that to me, just like, you know, Luke, I am your father kind of thing. Like I would have been like, oh, yeah, you're talking about Eminem's not fucking fucking my dick or whatever right uh-huh. and so um i guess the actual slogan is supposed to be the milk chocolate melts in your mouth not in your hands which is kind of uh, fucking disjointed a little bit like when you say it like that like it, you're gonna have to have like a smooth talking motherfucker to be able to pull that fucking logo off yeah. slogan off yeah okay so this one tripped me out a little bit and then i was like you know what i'm gonna go watch one of those old school commercials mm-hmm. <laughs> and the the dude is like the milk chocolate the melts in your hand not in your mouth or, or the melts in your <laughs> mouth not in your hand and like that phrase that the milk chocolate i think most people forget about that shit because they're just like okay that's not part of it but whatever like like the 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 most catchy part of it though like the 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 gist of it is the melts in your melts in your mouth not in your hand the first part at the beginning the the milk chocolate it's like i don't know i feel like that's almost like the forgettable part of it anyways so let me ask you this because i should have done what you did or whatever and watch an old school commercial because i could see it going any you know any which way like i'm not gonna die on this sill that it's no they didn't have the milk chocolate or whatever did like the actor did he do like one of those like dramatic pauses after like the milk chocolate Melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Like, did he do like a kind of? It's it's a little bit of like, aren't Jacob do America, the second most popular podcast <laughs> in, in Bakersfield? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. Then. It's it's a little something like that. So, oh, okay, yeah. So you did it for dramatic purposes. Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, that's why you fucking forgot about the milk chocolate. Yeah, it's like all I remember is our Jacob is the second most popular podcast. <laughs> Forget about that Bakersfield part um, or the snakes on a plane. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, um, I guess like the next one, this one kind of tripped me out just a little bit as well, because it, it was kind of like the fruit of the loom for me. Uh, fruit of the loom logo for me, just because like this is like actually one of my favorite Disney movies. Uh, it's Lion King and the Jungle Book. Uh, and then the Jungle Book, I guess, has a Mandela effect. And we all know like that famous scene where King Louie and Baloo, like they have like that whole dance routine or whatever. And uh, Baloo, you know, before, you know, trans people start invading sports and fucking, you know, <laughs> taking over the world. Right. Yeah. Um, Baloo was kind of a pioneer in this. And, you know, he kind of dressed up as a woman to trick King Louie to get Mowgli back or whatever. Right. Um, so. In my mind and in your mind, what do you picture when you picture like that dance routine going down? So I I'm probably like brainwashing this one because I, I knew that the mouth that's mm-hmm. what I've always remembered. Um 
And I can see how people would be like the, the coconut bra thing, Mm -hmm. because I remember that's basically Baloo the bear from Telspins, if I remember correctly. Yes. So Baloo the, the bear from Telspins, that Baloo the bear, I do remember him doing one with a coconut bra. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's actually in the intro music to Tellspins. Yeah, it's like, like the Jaquita Banana Woman too. Like, yeah, like and then the you whole... see, you see. Uh, I gotta rewatch the intro to Tellspins, but I could have sworn it was in the in the intro to him to to that to that show. And I could have sworn in that one he's for sure wearing a bra. Um, but in this one, I never remembered him wearing a bra. I remember him wearing a bra in Tellspins, the animated series that came out years years later. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I've always remembered it. So not to be like you know, on the side of the man, the Mandela man. But like, I do remember I do with, you know, the way history is written on this one. Yeah. So like the knee jerk reaction, which I guess is the Mandela effect that Art was talking about is that, you know, during like that dance sequence, when King Lou is like, I want to be like you, which is an amazing song, by the way. Um, I guess Baloo is, you know, he's got like the Jaquita banana, like headdress on. He's got a coconut bra and you know a grass skirt on and he's you know doing the 22 skidoo with king louis and whatnot right but apparently that that never happened and whatnot and they kind of like do like some mental gymnastics in that youtube video and they got like the original uh animator to come on and say like you know the original idea was to have baloo you know have a coconut bra and a grass skirt on and whatnot right and the jaquita banana fucking headdress uh but that was like the only piece of evidence that you know he was able to bring to the table but I guess Baloo, like it was just like coconuts, like on his mouth. So I guess that way he looked like more like King Louie, like an orangutan or whatever. And he had like some crazy, like, I don't know, like, was it like, like weeds or something like on his head or whatever? Yeah. He just had like a like palm tree, like dried up palm tree. Yeah. He just looked like a Manson follower or some shit or whatever. He even had like crazy eyes and shit or whatnot, but he did. He never was dressed like all like in drag or whatever. But you are right though, because like when I was like, wait a minute, so that didn't happen. And I think it's a lot like too, like when, you know, we did that episode of like, you know, back mass satanic messages yeah. where it's like, it's like a leading question. Like, yeah, you remember when Baloo, you know, dressed in drag and, you know, was, you know, twerking on King Louie, right? Don't, don't, don't act like you weren't turned on. Don't act like you weren't jacking off like it was Britney Spears' first music video and shit. Um, you you but- are Baloo the bear wearing a plaid skirt, right? <laughs> Dick all hanging out and whatnot. Um, but I think it was like a lot of that too. Like we're like the, the author, like kind of like presented a leading question and like kind of in, incept and put, did like some inception shit inserted that like into your mind where it's just like, Oh yeah. And like your brain makes like that mental bridge where it's just like, yeah, yeah I kind of remember that. And so then your brain is like, you know, piecing this from pieces of things that you've seen like throughout history. And you brought up the TV show tailspin that used to come on back in the day. And you're right in the intro video to Tailspin, which also has a fucking banging fucking song it as does. the intro, or whatever. Like, uh, you do see Baloo like doing the whole like Jaquita banana dance and shit, like yeah. Celia Cruz and whatnot. Yeah, I'm actually watching it right now. I just want to make <laughs> sure that it was in there. But I remember it being in that in that uh, in that intro where like Baloo is like for sure dancing. There's King Louie, but he's like a regular monkey in this one. There's like those like henchmen or whatever. There's a little. It's kind of weird that they gave him a look. Yeah, there it is. Yep. I'll even I'll even rewind it a little bit and I'll show it to you right now. Thank I knew you. I was right. I knew I was right. I'm gonna rewind it. There it is. I'll post it on the. 
There you go. That's from the intro to Telsman. That's Baloo the Bear dressed in drag. But that's I think people are confusing this with with the King Louie one from the from the Jungle Book. Correct. Just saying. I don't want to say debunk, but pretty debunk, dude. Yeah. No, we we figured we 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 did. We figured yeah. it out or whatnot. So yeah. it's just like I was saying, it's just your brain making that bridge where you have a missing memory. Yeah. 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 So do you have any other ones, Art? Any new Mandela? You know, I saw some I saw some that I'd never seen before. Apparently there's one with uh um what's the what's the dude from uh from Scooby Doo? Um Shaggy? Shaggy. Apparently, like Shaggy, some people remember Shaggy having like a big old Adam's apple. Um, and apparently he doesn't have an Adam's apple. Um, that one I felt a little bit weird because I'm like, yeah, it would make sense that he because he's kind of like this tall, lengthy guy. It yeah. would kind of make sense that he would have a big old Adam's apple. Um, but apparently he doesn't have an Adam's apple. I was okay. a little bit tripped out by that because I was like, ah, it does make sense that he would have one, but yeah, I, I guess it does look normal when he doesn't have one. So I don't know. I don't know if you remember him having an Adam's apple. I mean, it can go either way. It's like it's like the fucking gold bracelet on the scream guy and whatnot. Like I'm not, I'm not sitting there fucking like waiting for fucking uh, Shaggy's fucking Adam's apple to fucking move up and down. But yeah. it's like a Hanna Barbera cartoon, and there are fucking like dudes like in those Hanna Barbera cartoons where it's like they have like those weird kneecaps or whatever that like move oh, like yeah. when they like run and shit like i'm thinking of like that horse like he was like a sheriff or whatnot like he does that and then there's like like skinny like giraffe dudes that have like the adam's apple so i mean it, i could see how like that bridge in the mind could be made because of that yeah um the only one that i saw that i was like yeah that's kind of weird um apparently like stove top right craft makes stove top like basically stuffing for thanksgiving delicious by the way yeah uh a lot of people remember being called stove stofer's top um what? yeah and i was like uh yeah i don't know maybe maybe just because we were kids at one point and we were just like calling it the wrong thing for many years or maybe there was like a knockoff brand maybe yeah or English was our second language or something. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't I don't remember that. Yeah, the Shaggy having an Adam's apple is kind of weird, but... Here's one, but, too, uh, that I, I just pulled up, too. Like, in the song that never ends, the Lamb Chops in Lamb Chop, they actually sing the song that doesn't end. So it's never... It was never... in. The, it's never the song that never ends. It's the song that doesn't end. What's, what's that from? Uh, Lamb Chop. The- you know that song they sing like at the end? This is the song that net. I'm doing it. This is the song that doesn't end. It goes on and on, my friend. It, Lamb chops the little um hand puppet. Hand puppet, yeah. Yeah, and they sing that at the end of every song or whatever. And I always, I always sung it like that. This is the song that never ends, but apparently it's the song that doesn't end. That's yeah, you know, even um, the uh, it's the uh neil armstrong like landing on the moon and apparently he says it's one small step for man one giant leap for mankind that's the way i think most people remember it yeah um but he apparently says this is one small step for a man uh one giant leap for mankind and like 
even okay, so like you can go back and listen to it. To me, it still sounds like he's saying uh for for man. And um I'm sure it's one of those things like sometimes you hear a song and they don't enunciate words properly. Um, I think in that same video he talks about the the arithmetic song, the sweet dreams are made of this, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, Oh, it should be sweet dreams are made of these. Mm-hmm. And like I think because I grew up with it as more of a Marilyn Manson song. Yeah. And the Marilyn Manson song, he's clearly saying three dreams are made of these. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And I think most people like remember that one. Like, you know, if you grew up in like the, the alt rock radio things and like mm. that, I, I think the Marilyn Manson songs probably been in more horror movies than, than the arithmetic song. <laughs> so like, it's, it is a pretty good to me like that's what i mean i'm not a manson fan but i will say that like i think that like when you talk about covers like that might be a cover that might be might be better than the original yeah it's pretty good all right well, yeah, let's see i'm trying to see if there's any other ones i think we covered most of them in the first one apparently prince never wore purple he just wore uh, baby blue all the time. Oh, I, just, I, I look at Jacob like, "What the fuck are you saying, dude?" What? J- Jacob's about to go burn crosses in front of my <laughs> fucking. <laughs> uh, apparently, chartreuse. Uh, do you recall someone telling you that chartreuse is magenta pink color? No, I don't even know what chartreuse is. Uh, if you were to take a stab in the dark, what would you say? What color is chartreuse? I go pink. Nope, it's a it's a color of green. It's a shade of green. Oh, yeah. What is it? I know I've heard it before. Like somebody said, like chartreuse, the drink's so good they named it Deuce or something like that. Couscous, the, the delicious fruit. I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about right now, but yeah, no chartreuse does sound like a fucking pink color or whatever. But I guess it is a green. Uh, life is like a box of chocolates. Apparently, Forrest Gump never said it. Uh, what he actually says is life was like a box of chocolates. Yeah, that's one of the big popular ones. Um, um, I guess the black eyed peas. Um, Fergie doesn't sing. I'm so 2008. You're so 2000 and late. I guess Fergie, Fergie, Miss Fergalicious herself actually says I'm so 3008. You're so 2000 and late, which... I could see why people would want it the other way. That was bad. That was bad fucking lyric writing right there. Yeah. I guess Tom Cruise does not wear sunglasses when he's doing like that risky business, like slide. Just take their mole records off the shelf. There's no but, okay. So on that one, he does wear it in the poster, the risky business poster. The That's whole poster true. is like him doing the whole me with sunglasses. <laughs> cool guy. That was a pretty thing. sexy fucking thing you just did right now. Do it again. Oh, yeah. So like. I can see how people would be like, oh, he's wearing sunglasses in the poster. But hey, really quickly, have you ever seen Top Gun? Yes, I just saw it like a couple of years ago for the first time. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I never seen Top Gun. I don't plan on watching the new one either. No, it sucks. I plan on taking that to my grave. Yeah. Like I, I, I used to be able to say, like, I never seen uh, Forrest Gump. But now that now that's become I never seen uh, Top Gun. Yeah, no, you can live without Top Gun. Unless, like, you, like, to me, like, it's a whole, like, remember, like, when we did the Area 51 episode, and it came up that I had never seen Top Gun at all, right? 
Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, and I watched it for the first time, like on the Fourth of July, because I was like, you know, that's pretty patriotic or whatever, right? And I guess like the whole backstory of like Top Gun, it was like low key kind of funded by the government and like the United States Navy to like increase like enrollment. So they like put like all these like homoerotic fucking like images of like Val Kilmer and like fucking all the like hard body dudes, like all oiled up, like playing volleyball and shit and like all these like over the top, like bro moments. And like, I guess like Tom Cruise, like rapes a lady, like in fucking, you know, the Navy bar or whatever. And like, he gets off for it or whatever. And they're like, you can, you can do this too. If you join the Navy, you can rape women and have some homoerotic fantasies with your best buds. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it, it's one that you can miss. Yeah, I think I'm gonna miss that one. Um, I guess in Silence of the Lambs, classic movie, by the way. I guess Hannibal Lecter never says hello, Clarice. He just says good morning. Yeah, he does say it in um in uh, Hannibal though, and that's oh, okay. for most people mistaken. Uh, but all so like all three of those books, uh, Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal, like they all kind of like interchange like you know it's the same character it's kind of it's kind of weird it's not like lord of the rings where like this this and this happened like they're kind of like skipping around a lot from like era to era so okay so i could see how they get mixed up a little bit uh i guess ricky ricardo never says lucy you have some splaining to do uh i guess uh ricky ricardo just says explain that if you can which i don't remember him ever saying that but then again I never really watched I Love Lucy. Like yeah, that. same thing. I've heard other people say you like you got some explaining to do. And that's just called racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um Smokey Bear, I guess his name's not Smokey the Bear, it's just Smokey Bear. Um Dude, apparently like Disneyland bought like some rights to Dis- to Smokey the Bear or Smokey Bear. Yeah, in California Adventure, yeah. Yeah, so like in that that forest area, like apparently they like own his rights now. And I'm like, damn, Disney just buying up everybody. Yeah, they own everything. Uh, I guess the Tank Man from Tenement Square, I guess some say the unidentified man known as Tank Man was run over and killed, uh, but other videos show him unharmed. I guess he just like steps out of the way. Yeah, I never, as a person who's always enjoyed the grotesque, uh, I've never seen that video of him getting ran over, so I don't know where people will get that idea. I guess he steps out of the way at the last. Yeah, minute. he just walks away. Like, yeah. Although, fun fact: nobody knows who that guy is, so a lot of people think that the government took him in and like beat the shit out of him and killed him. Oh, most that. definitely. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. He he died one way or another. Yeah, he's definitely dead. Um, let me see if I can. Look some up real quick. See, there's a bunch that we've already covered. The Jiffy, yeah. the Looney Tunes. Um, yeah, there's there's already a ton that we've got. The, the whole Adam's uh, Apple thing. Here's one I think you would appreciate. The location of the Disney World castle. If you've ever been to the Magic Kingdom, you do recall where the castle was located. Some, even one Orlando local on Reddit, clearly remembers it being the entrance to the park. So um, that is kind of like, 
yeah that is kind of one that was just like you you know logically you would think like oh okay yeah that's just like the interest of disneyland and i think that's what it was meant to be in the 60s but it's yeah anybody that's ever been to either park which is they're all they're both like pretty much mapped out the almost exactly the same it's like in the middle of the park if anything the, the both castles yeah I, and it wasn't ever meant to be that so even the way downtown downtown USA is set up, mm-hmm. it's supposed to even those buildings are built to get smaller and smaller as you get closer and closer to the castle for a reason. They're supposed to make the, the castle look that much bigger and like like, you know, that optical illusion of uh, like forced perspective. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that whole thing is built. Even downtown USA is built to be like the way uh, Walt Disney's hometown is. It looks like those old school buildings. Like it was never meant to be that. That's that that is like some bullshit where like some dude was probably a kid and he probably thought that was that was a regular town. And then he's like, oh, we got to Disneyland. Like, yeah, no, that but but downtown USA is very much, you know, Disneyland, like downtown. And then there's also like downtown Disney and like their version of downtown Disney over there, whatever that's called. Um, I don't know. I never been to that park, but. Um, oh, you mean Main Street USA, right? Main Street USA. Sorry, yeah, Main yeah, Street yeah. USA is. They have their Main Street USA as well, but um, but yeah, it's definitely not the, not the. That's definitely not how you get into the park, or not the beginning of the park. And, oh yeah, that's like super, like in the middle. <laughs> yeah, and even even there's this whole like misconception that whenever you go to the castle, if you pay attention closely, as you get to the main entrance, there's a there's a gold um. Um, like a gold stake in the ground, and mm. a lot of people think that that's because that's the center of of the uh, the castle or like the center of Disneyland, but it's not. It's they're just markers that they have all throughout Disneyland to make sure that everything is like like symmetrically like like in it would line. take you this long to get to this side of the park and this long, and it's the exact same length from like Tomorrowland to Frontierland. Like they're this much apart. And like everything is like perfectly mapped out to be like that, which I love. And that's just to like real estate as well. Like I, when I was going to real estate school, when I was contemplating leaving my government job, um, there, there are markers, you know, even like in empty lots, uh, all throughout even Bakersfield. Like, you know, you think like, oh, this is just like dirty ass farmland or whatever. Right. But like, no, there's like, like stakes, like throughout the ground. And they're all like, they're like, township markers i want to say that like you know tell you how many how many distance it is like you said symmetrically from one point to the next and when they were building like the new freeway like the west side parkway freeway a lot of the construction workers like they tore all those out which is like super illegal and so like they had like the city had to go back in and like replace those even though like it was going to be buried like under like concrete or whatever but they have to stay there just in case like, oh, we're going to demolish this freeway and, you know, build like an in and out burger here or whatever. Like it has to be there just for like mapping purposes or whatever. So I think too, like those in Disneyland, like those are there for that reason as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, I'll be honest with you of all the Mandela effects that we've covered today. I think the one that tripped me out the most is the fact that Sammy Sosa doesn't have a got milk commercial. I know we came up with that one on our own. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I remember them like holding baseball bats and like standing there together. So, 
there's got to be some pictures somewhere, somewhere. And it, it might not even be that. Maybe I'm just remembering a picture of them together, but Sports Illustrated, maybe, yeah. or fucking. I'm going to have to Google like Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Yeah, Mark McGuire. Damn, dude. I don't know. You got any that tripped you out? Uh, from this one? Just the Jungle Book one, I would say, because I think like I got tricked a little bit there, like with the whole fucking skirt thing and the the bra. Uh, but other than that, like like you said, like the whole scream one, I was just like, eh, like who pays attention to that? Like that's just a hidden detail. Avril Lavigne, like I can take it or leave it. The Rock, like obviously, I'm like, oh okay, you, you got you you some dumbasses. You don't know what you're talking about here. The Eminem was one was like whatever. Like I was just like, okay, I can see it going both ways. And then the Britney Spears one, like I knew that one in my head just because of like my adamantly watching TRL days. So like that one didn't trip me out too bad. But the Jungle Book one did kind of trip me out a little bit. Yeah. I feel yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, like none of them really tripped me out that much. Um, I guess the. uh, Huh. Yeah, none of them really trip me out that much. I still think the fruit of balloon one is fucking trippy. Yeah, I know that we covered that. I know we covered that in the first episode and this episode, but that one does trip me out. Like I clearly remember that having the little cornucopia. Yeah, that one still pisses me off. I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter to uh fruit of the loom. But art, do you (laughs) do you got anything else, man? No, that's it. Tell your mommy a boo-boo too. Shell lives Jackman Shell lives of Warren. Uh that's it. Yeah, so uh, well, that said, everybody, sorry you guys had to hear us on Zoom this week, but I got some super secret government work I have to do in a galaxy far, far away, and I won't be available to record on our regularly regular scheduled time. So that's why you're getting a back-to-back episode, but you'll hear it in regular time, but we're recording back-to-back. So uh, with that said, guys, uh, if you like this episode, if you can find any other Mandela effects, apparently there's a YouTube fucking channel that has nothing but Mandela effects. Uh, if you want to uh, throw those out there to us, you know, whether it be next week, the week after or two years from now, whatever. Right. Head on over to the Facebook group uh, over at Art Jacob Do America, where we are. That's our handle on all of our social medias, except for Twitter, uh, because Elon Musk bought Twitter and said, you guys cannot. Well, I am for free speech, but you cannot have that Twitter handle. So, hey, Seuss and Jordan, that's why I can't change it. That's why it has to be at Art Jacob Do A1 on Twitter. Because of Elon Musk fucking Tesla fucking stealing ass. So uh, check us out on all the social medias over there. Uh, head on over to patreon.com uh, slash Art and Jacob do America, where Art and I, every single week, we put together a bonus episode for your listening pleasure, uh, where nine times out of 10, those episodes are actually more fire than the actual episodes that you're hearing for free. And this week, yet again, it is no exception because we actually do ask the very important question. Who is your favorite Pokemon? And Art gives us yeah. a very detailed explanation about that. But we cover some other <laughs> shit, such as anime, uh, what UFC walkout song we would have if you know we dropped 50 pounds <laughs> and we're gonna fight Khabib for the fucking lightweight title and whatnot. Uh, so go on over there, support us. Uh, if you want to support us in any other way, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to uh, the website at artjacobdoamerica.com where Art has supplied links to our T public store. So buy yourself a shirt, buy yourself a mask, 
COVID is still running wild, guys. Just because they dropped the mandate doesn't mean people aren't not getting COVID. I think Jordan and his brother got COVID for like the third time. So, dude, uh, did they really? I feel like I know more people that got COVID in the last like week than I have like the entire pandemic. I don't know, but they were posting some cryptic shit like, I got a fever of 215 degrees. I'm shitting my pants. I got boogers that won't stop or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, because you're going to them country music halls and shit. That's that. That's what happens there. Yeah. Fucking fucking incest and fucking COVID. Those are the two things. But that's so, true. You're right. Yeah. So if you want to avoid the COVID or just, you know, uh, <laughs> straighten the curve just a little bit, head on over to our P- T public store and pick yourself up a mask. Um, I have a little advertisement that I made like kind of jankily or whatever, where it's like the undertaker, like exposing himself a little bit. And he has like three of the four designs or whatever. So go on over there, uh, buy us a mask. And like I said, it's not so much to help us financially, uh, but it is a way to be a walking billboard uh, to get the good word of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast out there. So uh, do that. Share all of our stuff. Uh, just like our homeboy Emmanuel last week, Eman Fernandez, who's been sharing the shit out of the last episode that we just did with him. Yeah, he uh, sure did. Do that. If you if you like what you're listening to, just go ahead and go on to fucking Instagram. You know, post the link, uh, reshare the pictures that I post on there. Go on Facebook, reshare with your Aunt Carol or whatever. Go on Twitter. Apparently, Elon Musk is allowing everything on Twitter now. I don't know why he, he had this like big old fucking debate about free speech on Twitter or whatever. Because like you go on Twitter and like you fucking you're not even looking for it and you're seeing fucking porn stars like playing with their buttholes and shit. Like yeah, you're straight up like straight up pornography. So I don't know why he's like. That's how I find it. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know why he wasted forty six billion dollars to buy Twitter. Like when <laughs> you can find straight up pornography on Twitter and shit like without looking. But uh, yeah, you know, do that for us. That that will help us. Share share us on Twitter. Share us wherever you land or whatever. Snapchat, people meet, whatever. Uh, also too guys if you want to hear other great podcasts guys I highly recommend heading on over to podbelly.com where we are official members of the Podbelly Network so check out our buddies uh, the most popular podcast in all of Bakersfield (laughs) Uh, the world famous Sofa King podcast as well as other great podcasts such as uh, Hillbilly Horror Stories and Robots for All Uh, with that said guys I am extremely tired my voice is shot from doing pretty much five hours of podcasting the last 24 hours so uh with that said everybody art you got anything else no that's it again tell your mommy a boo with two shallows to check myself a little boring uh make if you guys have any more mandela effects that you want to shoot over to us if you guys feel very passionate about this you guys want to do a part three down the line episode but but maybe down the line uh just hit us up maybe we can something up yes so with that said everybody goodbye and good night good night This is where the sketch goes completely wrong. That's right, Nelson Mandela. All right, children. Notice how shitty the wig is. Mandela, but the sketch just gets progressively crazy. Mandela proceeds to just beat the hell out of these kids for the next like eight to nine minutes. All right, just he just berate them and beat them. Here, just show them some of the 
the beat dance. He's in that full Nelson, bitch, it's a con. Just chill to the next episode.